0: I've been watching Iron Chef. I watched all of it actually. It's, I'm, I'm into it. It's it's like the it's like the old Iron Chef, so. Alton Brown. Yeah, and his super hot co-star. Sorry, Joey. That didn't motivate me <laughs> to keep watching.
1: Which one's Iron Chef?
0: Iron Chef is the one where like there's a, a chairman and he's goofy and he like eats raw peppers and then he has like a stable of like unbeatable chefs and then you come to challenge them and it's like an anime and then they pretty much always <laughs> defeat you and then they don't give you a prize <laughs>
2: <laughs> sounds delightful perfect it's great it's
0: been on since like Can to get know, a knife they get some fucking knife and if I'd they say win only if the they side. become the iron challenger or the iron or even, only if they win they have to fight all five of the iron chefs though joey it's impossible yeah. I
3: <laughs> <laughs> and that's separate from the cooking. <laughs> you have to fight them.
0: Welcome to Bucky Radio. We are coming to you from inside the walls. This is episode 110 Assassin's Fate chapters 37 through 40. Oh my gosh. And I'm Rachel, a rereader.
3: I'm Alyssa, a rereader. I'm Jenny and I'm a rereader.:
1: I'm Eli and I'm also a re-reader. And I'm Joey, a
4: first-time illiterate audiobook listener. <laughs> <laughs> C- completely unspoiled.
0: don't say that the listeners will think that you mean the opposite they already think that i'm evil so i don't need. no one thinks you're evil they do they do think i'm evil um as previously announced to the group ashley is not on this episode she will return in our next episode Uh, but i do have a few more announcements first up uh cj cherry has posted photos of her koi pond for the summer uh so (laughs) Everything is okay. The world is healing. I just That's really important information for people, me. Uh, and then we have a bunch of mail. We have a bunch of mail. Um, so first up is, is an email from Amy entitled, You Saved Me. It says, i make sure there's nothing in here that is... Yes. Hey, all. Emailing from Brisbane, Australia, and wanted to tell you how much I've enjoyed listening to you go through Realm of the Elderlings. I found your podcast after listening to all three of the Fitz trilogies back to back in a little over two weeks, which is whoa. Uh, And it was a lifesaver considering the terrible book hangover after finishing Assassin's Fate. I didn't have anyone to talk to about then and hearing how much they've impacted you and the emotions that they can bring to the forefront made me feel better about sobbing over Night Eyes's death at 4am when I should have been sleeping. <laughs> I also hadn't planned on reading Live Ship Traders and the Rainwild Chronicles, but specifically went and read them, so I didn't have to skip episodes of the podcast. I love your recaps of the chapters and can't wait to get into the other pods. Shout out to my fellow audiobook readers. The voices and the singing might be ridiculous, but at least we can tune out and do something else while struggling through Molly's pregnancy. (laughs) (laughs) That's delightful. (laughs) Yours in reading and listening, Amy. Thanks, Amy. Thanks for being team, not Molly. And I like that it's a very universal experience yeah.
5: of listeners. <laughs> Except
0: for like two. Which uh, we, we're sorry. We also got an amazing email from Connor who can play the bassoon. I know this because of the signature on your <laughs> email, Connor. Um but uh let me see if there's any spoilers in here. The
4: bassoon?
0: Uh, so it says, Hey there, podcasters. Y'all said that you like messages, so I thought I'd send you one. I'm really enjoying listening to the podcast series during my reread. These are my hands down favorite books of all time, and it's been a lot of fun to read them and then go over the chapters again with my quote unquote book club. I've read all of the books before, most several times, but this is my first time going straight through the series. I wish I had known about this sooner. Y'all are almost done now, and I've just started the first episode for Ship of Destiny. It would have been fun to be doing the pod with y'all since all of you seem like a lot. Of fun, and I would have offered a unique perspective as simultaneously someone who has read all of the books and someone who thinks that the serpents are awesome. Seriously, I don't get all the serpent hate. I always pictured them like giratos, but in all kinds of shiny colors. I will say it's been kind of surreal listening to the Madship chapters there from the beginning of the pandemic, and one of you said something like, "We've already been in lockdown for two weeks, and this has to end soon." <laughs> And a certain quote from <laughs> Mr. Lewin comes to mind.
1: Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, well this has whoops. to end.
0: Oops. All that to say, I hope I enjoy the rest of the pod as much as I've enjoyed the ones I've heard so far. That feels ominous. Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh.
1: Keep up
4: the good work, I hope.
0: It's all downhill from here. <laughs> I hope by now Joey has come around on reading the books without fits, and Alyssa has come around to reading the books with fits. Also, attached is a picture of my my pup her name is malta it's a good name for a dog all puppies are brats but they grow up to be the best um and she's gradually getting better just like malta keep up the great work um also very important p.s as discussed in the opening of episode 34 if i were to cast danny devito to be a character in live ship it would be Kenneth's charm because that would really piss off (laughs) Ah, that's very good (laughs) and your dog is adorable
4: i feel like i've read the mad ship books because there's so much of it in this trilogy
0: yeah you mean like the mad ship
4: (laughs) yes there is a very mad ship and a soon to not be mad ship
0: also shout out to connor who felt that you know they could just be on the pod if they had gotten in early enough I Maybe like
2: they just meant that they could send us messages while we're actively doing I it. I mean,
0: probably. There. But I like that I like <laughs> it. it's
2: like, no, I would have totally
0: been a co-host. <laughs> well, that's, <how> we <laughs> this that's where Eli came from. <laughs>
4: yeah, essentially. <That's>
0: <laughs> if anybody doesn't want to be on the pod anymore, you can tap in Connor. <laughs> We've got like two that's episodes Dr. Connor. It'll, of it'll be worth in. it. Dr. Connor of bassoon. Uh, okay. Next up, we have two emails from Dylan. This first one is uh, very on topic. It's called "Spoilers for Kiss Me, Kate." It's <laughs> which is <What>? <laughs> they're <laughs> spanking. <laughs> very important yes joey's read this uh it says just finished episode 96 of the pod that 28 minute discussion of the pirate was good i love that this keeps coming up apparently that is the best content we ever produced is us talking about a movie that has nothing to do with anything uh but the one minute discussion of kiss me kate at the end is my favorite part has anyone other than rachel gone on to watch the film now ashley's not here but i can tell you that ashley has also seen kiss kiss me kate many times it's a classic in our family um Dylan goes on to say it is a great musical, but I think Rachel was remiss in not warning the, others, warning the others of the spanking scene, which is definitely the one weird caveat I always have to tell people about. And if, you, if y'all do end up doing a classic movie podcast, that would be cool. I'd listen to that or Wheel of Time or Dune. Excited to see what's next. Keep up the pod. Um,
1: this message prompted a series of images being shared in our group chat and one of them i assume is kiss me kate because it looked like someone was being spanked on the <laughs> movie yeah
3: what? i don't remember this it's you, on my you,
1: you had I don't to have to blacked out, out.
4: <laughs> I don't recall y'all can watch it too question. i got it on my flex now Okay. Oh, yeah
0: um yeah dylan the the actual poster for the film is her being spanked so <laughs> i don't it, you know yeah there's a spank scene but yeah, i think they're... that it's very <laughs> it's very well telegraphed it's not a surprise spank scene so if you all do watch it you'll you'll be like oh that this is the spanking scene it's coming and then it will happen um and then dylan also sent us an email called
2: Furniture. have we gotten to that yet Furniture. i don't think we've gotten to that yet
0: okay
4: uh-oh i've been spoiled What's really been no the furniture.
0: i thought we'd already been there but i guess there's a, no cause there's a spooky it's...
4: city named furniture <laughs>
0: <laughs> correct all right i'll just never mind we'll get there can't read your other email Dylan. <laughs> um we also we've also been getting some comments on podbean so thank you for continuing traffic that way um and i also wanted to give a shout out to james who didn't give me permission to share this on air but who sent us a very lovely message about just listening to the pod while going through something really difficult uh and that made us really you know grateful and i think there's some crying so thank you james um and that's it that's all for announcements and mail anything else that we need to go over thanks joey <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh the the message from james was very sad <laughs> now i remember that sorry i would have been a more emotional response i had to go look that up um, that was yeah sad but
0: nice
1: sad but nice
0: okay uh i'm gonna take us into chapter 37 it's called Touch. I do have a thing that I need to prep first. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> the intro to this chapter is a reminder that the appearance of the pocked man is an ill omen. It lists many terrible events in which he was spotted. We, the readers, mm-hmm. know that's just Shade being a little methy, but seeing as he is responsible for those extremely boomable bombs, we've left we're left staring at the camera like it's the office. All right. But- Fitz comes to after our last boom in the dark. He can hear the fool panicking. B, B, oh, Fitz, she's hurt. Where are you? I'm here, he calls, and the fool moves towards his voice. Where's B? I have her. She's alive, but not aware. Hob makes sure to tell us that the fool wails this information, so get ready for heartbreak. Fitz is left to attempt to calm the fool and worry about B, all well pinned upside down on an incline and there's something on top of his legs he can't even sit up Uh, the fools also hurt his bad foot is injured again but mostly he's not being very helpful because he's freaking out in worry and grief they're so close to their end goal and everything has gone where it started straight to shit (laughs) the darkness is complete it's described as complete but Fitz is able to use the skill to make sure that B is unconscious but seemingly unhurt Uh, elsewise the blood could be hers it could be the fool's uh, but there's nothing to be done for it the fool's able to grope along in the darkness to find the thing that's pinning Fitz to the stone stairs is actually a huge wooden beam and there's not going to be any digging him out Uh, and Fitz says it doesn't matter B is what matters now remember we agreed on this the water is rising there is no time to wait go now commands Fitz and the fool panics Fitz I can't save my child save our child says fitz and fitz is definitely being manipulative here because seeing as any other thought of the as the fool as one of (laughs) these parents was met with total denial I, i think that he's just trying to get him to do what he wants but whatever works right i can't i can't my foot is broken my shoulder is bleeding says the fool and fitz thinks to himself this is a perfect situation and this is where i have prepared a thing
2: see a psychiatrist I hate the psychiatrist we'll go see one anyway I don't
5: like the psychiatrist you need to go see one see a
2: psychiatrist yep. <laughs> yep see this is why I think there needs to be a psychiatrist roaming around <laughs> yes well the ploy went at Roteland <laughs>
1: oh.
0: um alright is that so, why
1: there's all the tension with Ketrickin
0: because she's yep. a psychiatrist
1: essentially (laughs) a counselor
0: she does have that kind of feel like that calming like guiding light kind of feel yeah she sees him as as he is and doesn't judge him for it which I think he finds excruciating um So why does Fitz need therapy? Oh, because now that the fool is injured, Fitz can heal him. And Fitz can use himself as healing him and thus force the issue to get his way and buy B's safety with his death like he wanted all along since B was kidnapped and Fitz decided to punish himself for it. To the fool's. To the fool's credit, he attempts to resist the skill healing. But as we know, once they are touching, the skill kind of goes on autopilot and their connection is, in this case, a detriment to the fool's wishes. It says, the connection came just as it had that time in Verity's tower room. You remember. Fitz describes the fool and the skill as, quote, a sparkling tumble of life and secrets like stars in the night sky, which is the least romantic thing I've ever heard. I mean, that's like something Florence Welch would sing about, whatever. The fool continues to attempt to resist this, trying to pull away, but Fitz pulls him into, quote, a hard embrace, which is where I insert my eyeball emoji. (laughs) The boundaries between us gave way. We were merging in a way that felt like a healing. I spoke into his panting mouth. This must happen. (laughs) Jesus. I'm just reading what she wrote, y'all. This is not (laughs) (laughs) real. (laughs) <laughs> anyway break for me to calm the hell down fan myself a little anyways oh no the kiss is still going folks gripping his wrist i embraced him with more than my arms what he means his lips <laughs> i breathed out hard and pushed my my skill and my healing my all through the connection and this is when i say robin hobbs stop you're hurting me but also you're fueling every fanfic you claim to not want with just these like <laughs> two senses. And then Night Eyes chimes in like, hey, um, you're killing us. And Fitz is like, but it's for B." And then he tells Night Eyes to go to the fool, because damn, he really did mean his everything. But Night Eyes draws a line. If we end here, then I meet my end with you, as you ended with me. Are you crying yet? No? How's the hunting where you are? Says Fitz. And Night Eyes says, it will be better with you. And he says, I'm coming to you, my brother, which is just goddamn. Fitz continues to merge into the fool and flirts slightly with the idea of escaping into the fool's body at being one thing, quote, home and whole. But no, Night Eye says, that's not your decision alone and I would not go with you. And the fool has to go on as himself to save B, to fulfill the promise that they made to each other. So Fitz does not. And as he spools the last of his strength into fool's healing, he skills to be, the fool will save you. And then he sighs and falls into nothing.
2: <gasps> chapter,
0: he did <dead. sighs> <You guys>. again. <laughs> you guys in this fire, the chapter, and darkness, what? and water, and flame. Is that the words for
2: the prophecy? Something like that.
1: It, yeah, it was in darkness, and fire, and underwater. Yes, in is two. he
0: so? I, I like the. I, I think I'm not like obviously like the fool being called the fool this is a little maybe very literal to think of like the tarot and how you know and the fool card and how that works but also like fits in this moment who's literally hanging upside down with his feet being pushed into stairs by a tree kind of brings up the hanging man right which is kind of like mm-hmm. the other side of like the fool card I'll take your word
3: for it because uh, I'm sure. not a tarot person <laughs> Well, Hello, astrologers well, no. no, yeah. <laughs> I'm just now you sent me on a, a tirade of thought into assigning every other character a tarot card, and that's why I was quiet. I mean, just had it <laughs> and, flashing before my eyes. It's just like that. episode I really, Xena think, it episode. I really yeah. think it could work <laughs> Hanged Man. Hanged Man,
1: it's yeah, just like that. Xena episode. just like that. Go watch the bittersweet. Watch, yeah, it's the best episode. It's the of best Xena
3: warrior princess. Yeah, um, wait, what. In in the bittersweet episode of Xena Warrior Princess, it not oh. only is it a musical episode, but every character has a costume that is ascribed to and plays the part of a tarot card. Mm. The show came before its time. I didn't think I knew that.
0: <laughs> I know what episode you're talking about, but I don't know if I've like, you know, I probably watched it when I was like 14 or 15 and didn't know. Is this how people got hung like once? I mean, this
4: this guy's like getting hung by his foot. This this seems like you might be okay for far too long.
0: (laughs) I'm sure we're going to get emails about this because people have very strong feelings about tarot. I'm just going to read like a very like general Wikipedia entry. The fool, fool, as part of the major arcana, um, is usually depicted as a beggar or a vagabond, someone who's wearing ragged clothing and stockings without shoes and they carry a stick. That's white. he's white.
4: Very white hair.
0: The meaning of the card is that they represent new beginnings, having faith in the future, being inexperienced, not knowing what to expect, having beginner's luck, improvisation, and believing in the universe. Okay, so innocence, leaps of faith, spontaneity, that kind of stuff. Um, and then if you look up the hanged man,
4: which I'm doing right now. A person who is ultimately fucked.
3: the hanged man is upside down but he's not mad he's not stressed about it they're both cards where like the fool on the card is about to step off like the brink of the earth but the fool is looking up at the sky so it's about like being like like rachel said open to new beginnings taking that leap of faith and then the hanged man is having a different perspective that kind of changes everything
0: right uh so like it says, um, there's not a good wait. Do I need to
4: look at the hangman upside down?
0: <laughs> well, that would be that would be a I'm reverse. doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, obviously, it's like kind of almost it's not directly the inverse, but you know, it says that you know, being confined, it's being self limiting, uncertainty, lack of direction, needing release, letting go, letting go in that which he's literally doing at the end of this chapter. Um. So I don't know. I just thought this was really nice. I mean, they're all—they're both in the dark, but all we really know is that the fool has a hurt foot and is the fool, <laughs> and who is very uncertain of the of of the future in that moment, which is ironic because he's a prophet. And then Fitz is the one that's very sure of the future. I don't know. I thought it was nice. I thought it was very poetic in this moment, even if it's gross and everyone's smelly and broken and scared.
4: But does the does the fool usually have hurt foot? a hurt foot
0: well he he's unable he's asking him to go along and he's he's going to have to do it in pain right I mean I don't want to get too like if this was a painting let's break it down kind of I don't want to do that cause that's you not don't right.
4: want to art history us <laughs>
0: i just think that it's a very interesting imagery that she uses in a scene where we know that everything is dark the characters cannot see anything so any detail of what things look like that she gives us is very important like
1: like panting to his open mouth
0: (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) (laughs) do you want to draw something Jenny? No. 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 She's
4: probably drawing something right now. No.
0: I just like the, I wanted to embrace him with more than my arms. I'm like, your lips. (laughs) That's a kiss. He still can't even say it to himself. Penis. No. Joey.
4: No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Lips. (laughs) Lips. (laughs) <laughs> walk it back oh dear.
0: <laughs> I don't know, I liked it um, so we know that Bea is alive but she is very hurt and clearly all the decisions about who her parent is going to be after this moment is are being made without her input
1: and Fitz specifically broke his connection to her yes I assume to spare her some pain, or to fully commit to what he's doing,
2: or to spare
0: himself pain,
4: yeah.
1: to let them go.
0: I think also as punishment for to himself. True. Right, he believes that he deserves to be in this hole in the ground, alone. No escape, not even through the skill.
4: Unless this chapter is called Fitz is definitely dead, I don't believe that Fitz is dead. <laughs> it just doesn't feel like death. It did fall into nothing though. That's kind of <laughs> important. I feel like I feel like if Fitz dies he's not he's going to fall into more than nothing. So I'm just I'm not that doesn't feel like death. Maybe he fell well, asleep. Well, this
2: was the one trilogy where she actually could kill him because there is another POV character. <laughs> no. I mean, be scared.
4: He might die. Like, I just don't think he's. De- I don't think this is the end of Fitz. Maybe. Believe- maybe he'll skill swim his way somewhere. I just don't think he's dead. Maybe he's gonna like wolf father somewhere. But like, he ain't dead.
0: I mean, it is kind of sad to me that like the two parental figures that she knows, you know, the night, night Eyes, wolf Father and, and Fitz, they've now released her from any connection, right? None of, like none of them are going to stay with her. The fool will save you. this person that she we know from she the last like, chapter, she, she doesn't like really like no. and who she doesn't know, and who is very good at only getting himself into terrible trouble. <laughs> I mean, he he has never been wise, right? He's never made <laughs> he's not making good she decisions. He also
2: resents him because he's there and Fitz isn't. Exactly. Uh
0: but that's it. That's I don't know, I liked it. I thought it made me think of you know You know, Florence and the Machine songs. I thought it was a very romantic, very dramatic chapter, despite the actual realities of it being kind of like gross and sad and scary uh but the emotions were very
2: high and the- that's why i thought you should do the summary <laughs> thanks jenny
0: <laughs> all right let's move on to chapter 38 then
3: chapter 38 ship of madness dragons mm um my eyes glazed over like a fine ham um over this intro because if it's not about paragon i'm not interested though i do think it was about a lesbian couple you'll have to read it to find out i'm here for one thing and it's my boy we begin the chapter from b's point of view She's being carried by our favorite nexus of light, and she can't (laughs) handle being touched by him, though, so, beloved, a seasoned sailor by this time, employs the best method of entering freezing chest-deep water, which is to lower B as slowly as he possibly can into it so (laughs) she can really feel it. Uh, keeping that good feeling going, Beloved breaks the news to her about Fitz not making it out of the tunnel collapse, and Bee Bea tries to go back for her father, but Beloved stops her, making her realize that she can't sense wolf Father or Fitzfather, and that he is really gone. They reach a set of stairs that the servants apparently didn't spend much time building, and the water recedes <laughs> as they climb the shitty stairs and run into Lant and Spark. Beloved and Bee try to talk about B's future, and she says she would rather go to Buckkeep because she knows alive people there. But to her dismay, <laughs> she learns that Nettle had a baby. Quote, Nettle was my sister, and now she's somebody's mother, the only roles for women to have in a story. (laughs) (laughs) Just an absolute shame. And worse, the attention-stealing child's name is Hope, the only thing you can name a child born at the end of a fantasy series, and it's just losses all around. (laughs) (laughs) Has that happened Um, a lot? I don't... Well, it also happened in Xena, but that was <gasps> in the middle.
0: It also happens in the postman. Hope!
3: Oh.
0: Oh, hope. my God. Yeah,
3: I feel like it happens all the time, and now I can't Come think on. of any other examples. Come
4: on, Robin. All right, yeah. continue.
3: Oh, thank you, Joey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> after picking <laughs> per up, uh, we learn that Beloved can see perfectly again, and that he's been almost completely healed, and they make it outside, and throughout the chapter, for whatever reason, Beloved is very stressied about where Prilcop is. And everyone keeps having to say, Man, I don't really know where he is, and you should try asking someone with magical powers. Um, but apparently, another role that you can have as a woman is navigator. And they reach the <laughs> motor skiff that she's aboard, and they go brrr all the way back to Paragon. B bursts into tears immediately. Paragon doesn't even acknowledge that he's just minding his own business pretending to be wood, which is pretty much what I do in the grocery store in order to get through it. <laughs> <laughs> Aboard Paragon, B can feel the ship's anger, and Paragon tells her all about it. And when B says that she and Per killed some people who were jerks to dragons and their stuff, Paragon gets so righteously angry that it's morphin' time. It's morbid time. No. Instead of her father's figurehead, BC's two stunning, beautiful horse heads at the Oh, that's oh. not the book. Two <laughs> dragon heads at the bow of the ship. Chaos erupts on deck due to mostly the eye spinning. Hers in straight-up denial and absolutely believes that this ship will not only be there in ten minutes, but also will be sailing. He shuts <laughs> B in the ship chamber and goes to solve all our problems. B left her phone outside, so she settles for looking at her surroundings. She recognizes Molly's candles and finds her books and then gets hypnotized by the silver in Fitz's vials. She's interrupted by more chaos outside on deck as fishing boats, non-living, have surrounded Paragon and are just lobbing fire at him. Fire destroys live ships, a sailor shouts. Fire destroys regular ships, says another. (laughs) when purr tries to get B to safety she's entranced by the silver claiming she knows how to use it that she'll tell the servants to leap from their boats and drown and they will but a badly burnt boyo has different ideas he asks B for the silver to help paragon transform B agrees but kennetson takes it this is my family ship he says everyone silently noting that he hasn't been going by ludluxon as B and Pur vacate the hatch, the ship is roaring with fire, and Kennitson sprints for the figureheads. Boyo asks beloved where Althea and Brashin are and uh oh, it's through the flames, also toward the bow of the ship. Boyo catches up to Kennitson and they ran like goats on fire. Together, Bee, Purr, and Beloved jump off the side of the ship to try to swim for the smaller boat just as Paragon lurches dangerously and Bee nearly drowns, but she's saved by Purr and Ant, not Lant. They watch the ship become engulfed in flames as they make it to Navigator's boat and they also watch as a ripple in the water forms. A green dragon breaches the waves, a green queen, a mean green queen, and she immediately eats a man before the blue boy dragon emerges also from the wreckage. Happy Pride Month, everyone, to you and yours. (laughs) (laughs) The boat makes its way through the wreckage once they start spawning survivor favorites, such as Clef. While Spark rejoices that Boyo is alive, too, Bee watches the dragons rain carnage on them from the sky. And I think this is still prepared if you don't want to click the link. Inspired by Rachel. (laughs) Well, it started at the beginning, but you get it. (laughs) perfect
0: <laughs> so speaking of pride month does anybody think, else think that Boyo and Kenneth son are like <laughs> a thing or should uh, have been a thing
3: well yes Rachel and here's why <laughs> they've run flaming <laughs> into the fire <laughs>
0: together
4: flaming <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, literally on on fire. So those metaphors again—they're uh, <laughs> just out, coming
3: at us. Shout out <laughs> to
0: Conrad, getting heavier handed, heavier handed. Um,
1: <laughs> I guess I thought I maybe you're right, but I also for some reason because they're both like related to the ship, I thought of them as like brothers the whole time.
0: Oh, just good, best, good friends. <laughs>
1: well, I thought of them as like like. It's it's weird, like maybe like stepbrothers. I don't know how, like, if you're a brother to the ship and he's brother to the ship, so you're both brothers. I don't know. Like, I guess it doesn't matter. Sure. <laughs> They're gay. I don't care. <laughs>
3: well I think well wait toward the end of the chapter they're like he's gonna eat someone was that boyo and then he's like boyo's my friend so I don't know this was paragon dragon gone aragon, Drag- aragon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying because it's his friend and not his brother then it's fine yes okay <laughs> <laughs> because of his, Paragon didn't say.
3: Well, I guess if everyone, if you, if you can be related to someone and be their friend, I suppose it's not something I'm used to personally. I've known it to happen. <laughs> I don't know. I always root for the gay though. So I guess their own
1: I guess they're related in the same way that everybody on the ship is related. Like everybody's going to die and go to the ship, right? Eventually, uh, well, that's not the goal. More,
3: but I mean, if they're lucky, yeah. Still a better love story than Lant and Shun. Anything's <laughs> a better love story than Lant and Shun.
4: Dad, well, depends.
3: <laughs> Yikes! Well, we don't we
1: don't know what Lant and Shun did. They just ruined just, just ruined Lant's Yeah, that life. look on
0: their face—green. <laughs> turn turned
1: <laughs> <laughs> he, he just spent he, he just spent two months staring at a mirror.
3: I'm glad you see things my way where they certainly weren't touching. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Gay without touching.
3: That's right. No one touches except in Zena. That's right.
4: <laughs> Is touching allowed in Zena? Oh yeah.
3: Absolutely. Okay. It's the only
0: she, place she needs to touch you to hit you and kiss you. If you're lucky both. Mm. Um okay. So she gets there. She's just told that her dad is dead, and then the first thing she sees is a gigantic effigy of her father. <laughs> Whoops!
2: Who doesn't Someone should have prepared her for that? Yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, a. Anyone should have prepared her for that. Like, it really does suck it's for like... her because she's not just the boat, but the fact that she was unconscious during the entire time Fitz was like killing himself.
1: It was at this moment that I wondered if Paragon sounds like Fitz.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That has has that ever been established?
1: Maybe like in
4: rage mode. Well, I mean, the audiobooks certainly make him sound like Fitz.
0: Oh, really? Kind of. it's the same? Like a a ragey Fitz.
4: Like Fitz in
1: rage mode. That's sort of his. He's like booming. But to be fair, it's the same voice actor for all the voices. So. Ah, come on. <laughs> there's, an, there's an inflection. There's only so many versions. But he doesn't have
0: like a Clef accent or anything, so...
2: No That's... one has a Clef accent, but except Clef.
0: for Clef. Fuck
1: Clef, a Clef, Clef hasn't even had a Clef accent since that, that trilogy.
2: <laughs> he grew out
0: of it. So who is missing, right? So the the boat has... The boat struggled to transform... Lant! The boat struggled to transform, and then Boyo and Kennetson took the silver, So, and that was that was obviously what allowed Paragon to transform fully. Uh, so who is missing? Lant is missing. Althea is missing. Brashen. got yeah. it? Paragon missing. I mean, Par- Paragon who knows when, when he'll show up else. again. So any comfort um, that Bee may have derived from the fact that her father would live on as this prow of a magnificent live ship. <laughs> immediately dashed yep. she has to wa- watch her father die twice in <laughs> w- water and flames so what did the fool see who knows <laughs> both <laughs> it was a picture in picture
4: yeah this would have been a this visually would have been the most expensive scene in probably all of the books
1: to make in mean, well, a show
4: that I know of yeah if this were a show this would have been extremely expensive this whole section—the
3: puppets alone—it's
4: <laughs> a lot of creatures. There's, I mean, they, come they on. How do you transform a for boat? This scene. There's fire. People are are running yeah, I mean, into this the fire. Make
0: it into this season.
4: It's expensive. <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: I think we're triggering Jenny now. Yeah. <laughs> hmm? Oh.
5: I mean, uh, you're right. I think this would
0: have been it? really expensive. It was if it was a show. But I also like i really hope that if this ever does get optioned which i really i don't know maybe it isn't a, a completely like stupid thought but i feel like it is ripe for adaptation and someone's gonna do it and someone with a lot of money uh, is gonna <laughs> do that and hopefully spend all their money on paragon um and, I die and night eyes where night the night money night. belongs uh <laughs>
4: Man, we'll have to like, and they keep all the gay. In In fact,
0: not only do they keep all the gay in, they add more more. gay. They
4: They would be bad to
0: not include the gay.
4: They'll have to gay it up even more. They'll have to make. They'll have to say the things that Robin Hobb doesn't want to gay.
2: Yes, Pride Month. We're doing it. We're manifesting. I all the scenes I've drawn of them are like literally scenes from the book, so it looks pretty. (laughs) You
4: know, you know. <laughs> Jenny's like my point of view is the most authentic <laughs> and it is pretty gay <laughs> I
0: literally drew the from the book Again, it already is you he are not directly, wrong he breathes his soul directly into his mouth he embraced him with more than just his arms his,
1: his panting mouth his panting mouth and his penis mouth Joey oh
4: I'm sorry <laughs>
3: violation red card
0: That's um, a this is this happening. show's not
4: on hbo i'm sorry
0: mm, no it's gonna and... be on stars are you kidding
5: <laughs> oh okay never
0: mind <laughs> stars is almost worse what if amazon picks it up everyone's a- getting amazon? Cut. does amazon have it's gonna boobs? be
4: on skin there's definitely no penis in amazon
0: well i'm just thinking like they'll cut everything right they'll be like you might well... get a
4: butt you'll definitely get butt you'll get lots of boy butt <laughs> There'll be all kinds of fool and fits, butt. I don't know if there'll be boobies though. You might get, you'll get butt. There are no globul- glob- globulars, but there are there's butts. Side boob. Maybe side boob. Maybe maybe like uh, like a like p- ambiguous nipple.
0: They're just potentially bodies. From...
3: <laughs> They're just bodies.
4: Back. You'll definitely, definitely get some back action.
0: Paragon snips. Definitely yes. paragon snips. Oh, for
4: sure. Yeah. To...
3: Lifetime original series. <laughs> oh God.
4: I don't want to imagine that.
0: Reader, or readers. Listeners, tell us what channel you would want to adapt.
4: AMC. Anything else is incorrect.
3: The oh, History I mean, Channel. The History Channel. <laughs> I, Jenny's going to put a Network. I know it's happening. <laughs> what am what? I doing? That's <laughs> where the butts come in.
2: What am I Welcome doing? Welcome to Iron Chef.
0: Uh, no, <laughs> I, when I said what network would you want, I'm thinking that you'd put your vote in for WB, because you are an, a connoisseur of that genre.
2: Well, the WB no longer exists, and the CW, CW. is not going to exist in a little while. Oh, in really? All... I
0: How about call it the form. WB. There we go. Children, is, is, is back in, the, back next in the day, there was a, there was a, an, a channel called the WB.
2: Hmm? And then it merged with UPN and became the CW.
0: UPN? Holy, holy shit, God, Voyager. UPN was the Star Trek channel and all the black sitcoms were on UPN as well. Growing yeah. Up. That's how Holy I watched crap. Sister Sister and Girlfriends and Hanging with Mr. Cooper, all the good shit.
4: Hanging with Mr. Cooper.
0: No. Uh what were we talking about? Madness of Dragons. Um <laughs> Madness of ship dragons.
4: This this scene, there's a lot that happens in this section to the point that I was overwhelmed.
0: It was very difficult to even track where characters were at this yeah. moment, and I think it was on purpose because B doesn't know who most of these people even are.
4: Or me. <laughs> I, I was like, wait, who? What?
0: Well, Joey, like, I when vaguely I first read remember. This book, I was also in your shoes, and I. Well, Bo- I was like, yeah, Boyo. Right, I, like, I remember these Boyo. Who cares? <laughs>
4: Somebody ran... I think Boyo hugged Paragon. That's what I remember from previous
1: chapters. I'm pretty... I do, sh- I, I recall reading the first time, having not read the dragon books or the sh- live ship books, being... feeling like it was very jarring for a lot of the, the just scenes that involved the live ships and the, you know, the, the, the things that are very steeped in what happens and in those books are were were kind of hard to take in um having Did, not read them
4: yeah this seems like a, this seems like a a, a series like a trilogy that gets better having read it multiple times and then also having read every other book so i mean
0: i you know i think that's <laughs> the beauty of the genre itself fantasy in general but also extre- like good authors that are are masters of their craft like robin hobb is rereading these books is always worthwhile you always find something new um yeah. yeah but how
4: how much did she have to flip back through her own notes to be like who the fuck is navigator she has tattoos i think is that She's her entire personality anyway, doesn't matter oh <laughs> okay good I, I... <laughs> <laughs> so then yes her entire personality is that she has maps tattooed on her or something
0: yes just like in Waterworld. world okay
4: or memento <laughs> Oh, wait, did she steal that from Waterworld? 100%. She doesn't <laughs> know she, she did, did, but she did.
0: Look, I watch stuff all the time and I'm like, Robin Hobb, watch this. <laughs> Waterworld. <laughs> of the Rings. She's a, definitely a Kevin <laughs> Costner fan. I know it. Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. She's, she's in there. I see you, Robin Hobb. I know you. I've seen you in the skill. That's a
4: little creepy.
2: We hang out sometimes. Who is Kevin Costner playing in the show version of?
5: Oh,
4: oh! Uh, I mean, he'd want to play Fitz, but unless he's paying no. for it, he ain't. Maybe Fitz. Birch.
0: Uh, he'd make a well. He gets he's a little Birch, maybe. Shade.
4: Well, uh, I don't think he'd do Shade. He's not. I don't think he's enough.
0: appropriate for Shade. It, although, if all we get of Shade in like the Amazon version is him reading journal entries, perfect for Kevin Costner. He loves to read things and do ADR. That's like
2: his jam. That's true. He can just be his the, the voice of Fitz in the future. Night Eyes' voice. Oh, there you go. Oh, he could
4: be Night, he I could be Night Eyes. I don't hate that. Yeah.
0: I really <laughs> don't hate that, folks. I think I <laughs> might have just Night Eyes <laughs> just starts. I mean, saying, Dances with Wolves. It makes come. sense. I mean, oh no, my I, God. current,
1: current like, Kevin Costner. I don't think would be a bad shade.
0: I just don't think he's got the chops to be wacky. He's not a wacky man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is
4: pretty normal, but works. yeah, hmm. I could. I, I would and fan you know, cast if, him as Night wrecking. Eyes as
2: wolf if father. If Kevin yeah. Costner was Night <laughs> Eyes, they might busy. actually give us a wolf. Jesus. I think he'd be night perfect
0: day. as Night Eyes' voice or like flashbacks of chivalry or something. But again, I don't think mm, a yeah. white guy is appropriate, but we'll... Right, there's that. Yeah, there's so Night that. Eyes' works. I think oh, Night I
4: Eyes would work. He, he gets Night Eyes.
0: I mean, at this point, he's a little older. He could be Kesapeen's night father. Eyes.
1: That's so much better than my idea. Good job. Thanks.
0: <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Uh let's move on to chapter thirty
1: nine. <laughs> you okay. did it. Well, you solved it. You cracked the code. Alright, all I, I just wanna I, wanna,
5: what? I...
0: Bookkeep Radio <laughs> are the showrunners of Realm of the Elderlings on Showtime.
4: I was I was feigning ignorance Stars? here. I I would I I thought that uh, honestly, I thought that I I I got confused about the chapters and I thought that we hadn't established that Fitz is actually alive so I was feigning ignorance there. I knew Fitz is actually not dead. That was probably obvious. I probably didn't need to say that. (laughs) Did I need to say that, Rachel? (laughs) Will you edit? What will you edit out? (laughs) What are you editing out?
0: What if I just go for ra- what if I go for gold. radical yeah, love yeah. and I edit out nothing because this my love knows intro. no limits and my love for my listeners has no limits.
4: Your love for your listeners has no limits, but your love for me has limits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Joey, hold my hand. Let's jump into the flames together, listeners. <laughs>
1: Joey, we got to hey. hit a hundred thousand. We got to hit a hundred thousand, dear
4: listeners. <laughs> okay, um, chapter 39 is called
5: Vengeance!
4: That's exactly what it sounds like. It is, it is. Uh, it is. Yeah. Um, Good job. <laughs> so, the intro, are instructions for our Treasure Beach Shore treasure hunters, um, you gotta watch the tides, they're dangerous, if you've been paying attention on Claris, you already know that. Uh, don't stray from the shore. Humans leaving the shore will definitely be killed on site. If you find treasures on the beach, you may present to Customs Agent Blobfish, who will then tell you your future. <laughs> Deposit all treasures in designated alcoves. If, you, if you're if you seen leaving with any of these said treasures, you will be killed on site also. And this is from your friendly Treasure Beach Customs Agency. Um, and we, we will find out why we are getting a, a, a list of rules from the treasure beach shore at the end of this chapter i think um so we find ourselves with b and company at ground 0 at the dragon besieged claris b and per are discussing their options in front of the tattooed woman named navigator and several others basically they're stranded without paragon because Bar- paragon is now dragons B is kind of depressing everyone as she tells Per, "Don't you know we're all going to die here?" She's a proper tween, and sends him off, uh, in search of other survivors. Spark turns, uh, turns up along with a pretty effed up Boyo, uh, as we know from the last chapter. Boyo's got kind of burned. Clef is there looking for his parents. Still don't know who Clef is. Spark asks about <laughs> Amber, and B is like, "I don't know," and Amber. And finds out that the fool has like fifty aliases, and one of them is a woman named Amber. Uh, blue and uh, blue and green dragons are still circling the melting ruins of the city of Claris, or soon to be melting. I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know when the acid started. I think it already started. I feel like they're sort of playing at it, but uh, there are other survivors kind of cowering and looking for cover as these there's fucking dragons at Claris. B is uh, in her sour mood, seems to blame Beloved for pretty much everything, including her father's death. It turns out Kennetson is definitely dead. Boyle's alive, obviously, as said, not doing well. Beloved ambles up and tries to embrace B, who definitely refuses him, duh. They discuss how Fitz and Wolffather are definitely dead and gone forever, forever and ever and ever. Instead of grieving, uh, Spark asks how they can do something useful. Uh, but nope, there there really isn't anything to do but sulk about dead fits and watch Paragon or Paradragons or whatever make a game of Melting Claris Palace. And then, and then... Vengeance! 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 Cried to new dragons in speak. It is, yes, of course, Hebe and Tentaglia. And if Ashley was here, she would sing her song... Tintaglia,
5: Tintaglia, Tintaglia is here,
4: etc. A way, a uh, and then and then it's not just dragons that we have now. A way out is a way in, says Motley. I fly with the dragons. Behold, fucking ice fire is also here. Ice fire. I return and I bring your death! A gigantic, black, decrepit, flying T-Rex roared to the entire society, civilization of Claris, who he is going to make extinct. Remember me? Remember how you danced and singed and poisoned me and my brethren? I return with new generation to erase you from the entire goddamn world! Or something like that. Uh, Purr observes that Motley has finally found her flock, and beloved asks if a group of crows is called a murder. If, if a group of cl- crows is called a murder, what shall we call a gr- flock of dragons? At the climax of this entire saga. Um, we shall call a flock of dragons a catastrophe. A pro cop says, arriving to the Claris Melting Watch Party, <laughs> <laughs> he is bringing some very much needed fresh water. But Prilkop, uh, is just like, he's not into the party. Um, he's basically like, um, there are fucking children here also melting. Can, can you make, them, can you please make these dragons, all of them? I, I lost count. How many are there now? Five or something? Can you make them stop? Can you please make the dragons stop? The, watch, the entire watch party just sort of blinks at him. Beloved is like, well, we can leave and we'll probably leave, but can you reason with five fucking dragons? And we're all just sort of like, Procop, are you, fu- did you really ask that? And B witnesses uh, that uh, Hebe definitely has a rider. It's got to be Scallion, which I'm proved correct in a, in a second. Um, and then it, of course, Tintaglia, Tintaglia, vengeance is mine. And then she just melts more of the city, children included. <laughs> Thrill Cop pulls Beloved aside again and says, but the children, but the children. And Beloved gives him an earful about how it took like 16 books to get to this fucking moment that he was part of. Fuck, for like a thousand years. Fuck Claris, y'all. Beloved in, uh, included that this, it's just a balancing of the scales. No one intended. Gather the survivors and guide them to a better path. Prilcop, geez, just give this guy a project or something. He needs to stop talking about the fucking kids. Get the kids. Find the surviving kids that aren't melting. Uh, but the children, ch- Prilcop says yet again, pretty much everyone else there together uh, puts together an impromptu list of the thousands of fucking dastardly deeds that Claris and its quote-unquote culture have been responsible for. And we all know that list. It's very long. No one deserves to die like that. This is a very good quote. No one deserves to die like that. But very little of what happens to people in life is what they deserve. This is a one of my favorite, beloved quotes to the to this point. Damn good line. Some uh, someone on a piece of driftwood is paddling over to them. This is too. Con- I, this is funny to me that there's brash and... Um, has been using a driftwood piece as a as a makeshift boat and has been sort of just paddling around the harbor, looking, surveying all the terrible wreckage and looking for survivors. It occurs to be uh, the essence of Prilkop's concerns. It is true that there is innocence uh, and that those too ignorant to know about the terrible uh, list of deeds uh, that that Claris is responsible for. And the prophets. Um, why were dragons melting uh, their lovely white city? Uh, their survivors of this day would grow to hate dragons. Definitely, violence begets violence. The wheel wills as the wheel turns, or some such. I forget which fantasy series I'm in. Would ever yeah, exactly a white prophet? <laughs> would ever a white prophet come uh, that could break the wheel or or chain of events? Um, after Claris has been reduced to a melted pile of rubble. Para dragons uh, come to the to, to the group to to, to claim Kenneth's body to eat it so that they it can take on its memories. Again, everything is gross with dragons. It seems uh, kinda sweet until they watch this grisly and unceremonious event. Um, they each get they each need a piece. There's two fucking dragons. The green one got the bottom half. <laughs> so make of that what you will. It is done, said beloved ceremoniously, or, or trying to be ceremonious. I think there's guts somewhere on the harbor. It's awful. As the dragons explain, the memories are now within them and that they're just sleepy now. Oh, but before that, Boyo will be Carrick. I You guys can tell me what the hell this means. Boyo is now one of the dragons explains that Boyo is now going to be named Carig and the blue dragon is taking on the name Carig Vestrit. I don't fucking know. Um, and then, uh, they both, they say, I was ever a dragon! And then they fly off, which is to say that the boats just want to be dragons. We understand that. Per scans the sky to see where the other dragons went, um, they're nowhere to be seen. Beloved explains that dragons get very sleepy after feasting on human flesh and babies and that they should find something, um, that they themselves should find something to eat and try to rest on the beach or something. Boyo is laid out so that they, uh, so, um, so they could survey the damage done to him. And, uh, Bee finds herself, Flesh sculpting, um, boyo, and healing him. Um, Perk exclaims, "It is the Farsi or healing magic, just like, uh, just like Fitz has done." Um, and uh, she's just, she's got to be taken away so that she doesn't use up all her life force. And uh, just so happens that, yes, of course, it was Rapscallion, Hebe's rider uh, that comes upon them at this choice moment, w- witnessing the healing Farsi or mag- uh, magic. Um, and he rejoices in the success of Fitz's quest, uh, but is quickly informed that by a that Fitz and Kennison are actually both dead. I'm sorry, Rav um, it, uh, it is, uh, uh He's relieved to hear that it wasn't accidentally uh, because of the dragons, uh, which he just kind of assumes. Um, uh, he informs the party that uh, Vivatia is coming here, and it seems like that they uh, have a, a rescue vessel in tow. Uh, nav- the navigator person invites Rapscallion to join and eat with them and rejoice in the triumphant dead. Hebe joined the crew and burped. It smelled like people. Upon awakening, Per informs uh, B of the arrival of vivation, Explains that the dragons also destroyed the entire goddamn beach. Thank God. Fuck those blobfish. Uh, Beloved was returning from the palace rubble. Um, he went looking for Fitz's body but was unsuccessful B was pissed off at him again for pretty much everything including Fitz's death beloved explains that B is the only piece of Fitz uh, that is left to him and B replies that if that's the case then he pretty much has nothing left at all (laughs) oh my
1: god (laughs) mic drop
0: does anybody else feel like B and Arya Stark are like the same character (laughs)
1: tweens
0: I feel like I was actually in fear that she was going to hit it off with Rapscallion and like become buddies with him mm-hmm.
1: I, I that was like problem. so surreal when Rapscall like saunters in and is like oh where is Fitz oh he's dead Oh, well he, like it like can't stop his like desire to to celebrate his victory so he's just <laughs> he doesn't know how to like pivot to someone being dead that he was looking forward to seeing so he just kind of walks away <laughs> are all elderlings senile i don't no, i don't i don't get this flavor weird. he's he's yeah he's uh <laughs> he just he's a bit of a space case
2: in the memory stone he's
0: a bit like on as, as long as he's not dead i'm know, good like he just doesn't have a good grip on reality like his twitter friends are more real to him than his actual friends which i you know i understand <laughs>
1: Okay. His entire personality is like grafted onto. Yeah, like a 15
0: else. it was he, like a 15-year-old boy that has like problems. watch
1: like watch too much porn and <laughs> well, he porn, like porn like, stars like, personality no. grafted on before onto him.
0: he was What's his name? What's it? to what's, what's his what's his fake name? Anyway, his real name is Rapscal. Rapscal. before he watched all the porn Teletur. had like
1: a Yeah, Teletor. Him, he had like him. this
0: hard. He had a really hard time connecting with people. Anyway, you know, he like he had this. It was difficult. It was like he was a child, even though he was a little too yeah. old to act like that. And then because Teletor was like this warrior who only has toxic masculinity on the mind, that it's just like this like double trouble of like, I cannot connect with you unless you directly connect with what I am currently wanting. And what he currently wants is to celebrate Hebe. So yeah, Fitz was his friend. But like, there's no emotion attached to that. I don't know. R- Rapskull is a sad, a sad character. A-, a definitely a character that Shade would get along with really well. And
2: <laughs> he's a cautionary <laughs> tale. a cautionary tale. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, I think he becomes the most like original Rapskull when he's talking to Hebe, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, his, like, his
0: love and, like, support of Hebe is very Rapscal, but, like, everything else is...
1: I wonder if it's either the, um, the interaction with Hebe or, like, maybe... Is Rapscal drinking some silver? I don't know, like... He would never. That is, like, like reinforcing that, uh, that, that memory or making it come more alive.
0: Well, he's had some silver if he's had dragon blood.
1: Yeah, but... you know how like kibi almost became more of a person with the silver yes it's almost like that happened to they're definitely
0: codependent yeah so maybe he feels the way about humans the way dragons do where it's like well they don't last that long so i can't get too attached
4: yeah yeah it's 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 jarring as a human reading his reactions but if you're able to suspend that
0: well, it seems like maybe that's a glimpse of what people, you know, didn't get along with elderlings, you know, like maybe they have all these fucking things. weirdos. Yeah, they're weirdos who kind of are not emotional or it looks like they are emotional, but they refrain from making connections with people outside of their their own kind because they don't last that long, you know, like. I don't know, they're they're, the, you know, we've said this before, they're the Rotland elves, so. <clears throat> I feel like, oh, no, it's, it's, it's,
4: she didn't just, like, copy and paste an elf onto the elderlings. There's a difference there, for sure, at least a little that well, I know about elf elderlings. Well,
0: they're elf-slash-orcs, I think is what we decided, that they were, like, made, but they have this, like, elevated mindset like an elf.
4: I mean, there's an, there, there's a detachment, but the detachment isn't, like, I wouldn't say it's, quote-unquote, more civilized, it actually feels more, like, primal- or like, like animal. I mean that it's it really is it, interesting what she's done with the dragons. I mean, it's unexpected. You know, I feel like dragons usually are depicted as very soulful, you know, sometimes greedy and detached, um, but never like kind of grotesque, right? Like, at least not like they're depicted as monsters sometimes, but never.
0: I think it's the lack of empathy that makes them very scary
4: yeah i mean they it, it's weird any. it's a weird acknowledgement that like we're we're sort of in their world you know we're not they're not in our world
2: mm-hmm. it's like it's it ain't no very, dragon heart it's just a very non-human reaction so it's just hard for us to process which I'm... is very interesting which dragon
0: will sean connery voice in roland <laughs> none
1: none okay <laughs> yeah none of them are cool enough yet no, Sean Connery
4: isn't cool enough for any of them. Maybe,
1: that. um, maybe, oh gosh, what is this dragon name? The, um, the Mel- Melkor, is it Melkor? Oh. Which one? Merkor. Mercor. Mercor. So how many, so
4: we've got, we we got five dragons Melkor's at the, at the, at the Claris, than. at the Claris <laughs> melting we party, We have Tintaglia,
0: right? Hebe, Icefire, and then the two dragons that were the Para-dragons. Para-dragons, yeah. yeah.
4: So, like the other dragons, were like, I'd, I'd have no beef with the city, or they couldn't. No, make they it all have ancestral
0: beef. They all have the memories of everyone that came before them, so they do have beef. They have so, beef but what about everything. the beach?
4: Because we we get a glimpse that the beach was fucked, but we don't. And I don't, maybe this is coming later, but like I don't know, I don't know if like. Like, what happened to the beach? Who was there? Was it the same group? The thing
0: about the beach is I feel like that was like a hanging thread. I feel like there was a lot more going on there, and then Hop kind of ran out of room because we're yeah. almost done, As she was like, well, shit, I've got this whole beach, and I kind of didn't explain it all the way, but I know that it's bad, and that dragons don't like it, so I'm just gonna erase it.
1: <laughs> this is also one of those things that, you, I mean, you get a lot more backstory on the previous books. About.
4: but yeah. what about what about the what was it the silent one or whatever the like weird uh the 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 the, the bonsai dragon in the cage she mm. eye serpent yeah she yeah. who remembers yeah. she who
0: remembers is dead oh okay so she would clearly have been the first in that vengeance gig but she was not around there they ate her body though so they have oh, her nice. memory so definitely was still there a what bit. did that
4: did that happen in the other book series
1: yeah, so in the previous series these others which are I Blobfish. I, I believe the blobfish are essentially like dragons that spent too much time around humans and then when they reproduce, they created these others. Yeah, they're the like
0: versus elderlings.
1: Yeah. But the others just wanted to use the dragons that were hatching to their own ends. They didn't feel any kinship with them so they captured the serpents as they were going out to sea like little baby turtles um, and they captured one that was especially important she who remembers and they always have like in their generation there's always one that's like a leader and you can almost think of it like the fool like it has like more memories I guess so it can know where to go so they can develop and become dragons um, so this Serpent with more memories. They captured it in a cell for a long time, and they were using its secretions is where the su- the serpent spit potion comes from.
0: And also, try selling potions, selling yeah uh, prophecies, and I, it was she never really adequately explained? Was all the shit on the beach?
1: No, I don't know. Yeah, there's <laughs> so, it's like it seems very like magical. How does all this? How like it, how it just so happens from? to Crap. be in a where is well, it?
0: We know that Others Beats was an ancestral hatching ground for the dragons, presumably because of where it was, so it must have been in a place where all of the, you know, the the eddies and currents of the ocean brought things, so it was and like I'm, you I'm sure
1: it's like a place where, like, ships are prone to wreck, but it's, it just seems wreck like and, and stuff yeah.
0: where, yeah, stuff that came from the, el- it seems like a lot of like, Elderling things, there was maybe a city nearby that sank and all the stuff keeps washing up, but like, some of the stuff that washes up there doesn't feel elderly it feels no like the blue kittens yeah like it feels like
4: otherworldly other yeah, yeah. it feels like it's on the edge of consciousness in fact when when dutiful and, and fits first washed exactly. up there i was like this isn't in the this isn't in the their plane of yeah, existence this is in some other plane brandon
0: sanderson like oh, we're on a different planet somehow we we figured out how to get here you know like it was yeah. like a shard world or something yeah um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's what she was going for. Like, maybe she was going for one of those, like... Because I feel like in, like, the late 90s, sci-fi fantasy, like, fantasy with, like, a sci-fi bent, was, like, cool. Uh, So maybe she was thinking, like, oh, this is going to be, like, a planet. And I'm going to, like, have, like, a ultimately, like, a science fiction kind of, like, reasoning for all of my magic. And then she maybe she abandoned it. Or, I don't know. I don't... I have no idea what's true. But it does feel like that was kind of a hanging thread that she just set on fire <laughs> <laughs> Burned out. not dealing with that not dealing with the kittens like why why are they scared the of kittens and... what's wrong it with the kitten
1: <laughs> i it may have been like a timing aspect too because i think he went back through that pillar with dutiful too soon and then there was like something that like brought him like allowed him to like go back to his body the, well, it seems like, like it was not, connected to the skill
0: it, in a weird way. Like, there's, yeah. like, a mirror, like, like, like there's, like, a, a Stranger Things style, like, upside down yeah. in the skill that's really accessible at Others Beach. And it's not really clear why. Like, we know there's a pillar nearby, which means there's clearly a city nearby, which means, like, there's wreckage there. There's an elderly city in the, it, you know, sunk, like Atlantis.
1: yeah. But, like, And you could easily explain it as, like, oh, a dragon was like, oh, I'll just put this poor thing back together. But dragons aren't normally like that, and so it, but it's also like this very bizarre scene you have at the other's beach, and then gets kind of like thrown back into his body by someone who's just like oh poor thing
0: right and we, we we've had some of our listeners like write in where they're like oh i think the entity and i think that there are like you know she's also kind of described in these later books that there are like bigger fish in the skill stream still yeah the s- skill stream than others and so like who are they and like one of the big fish it's, you is know like, is it qui-gon Jin
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the big fish might
0: be Kettle. One of the big, you know, I've I've also, we've gotten emails from people that say, oh, I think it's his mother. Um, you know, like, hmm. just stuff that's not, or it could be, I've also, we've also gotten some that say, well, Ida and L were actually people. Yeah. They might yeah, have that... been dragons that could communicate in the skill yeah. and were benevolent, you know, like. I feel like
4: they're, they're... that somebody who's divorced from this reality not connected to them, but they're watching and they care about, they care about the future of,
2: so you shade know, will one day be a skill god? Yes, club. definitely. I feel like
1: don't <laughs> is it, he's in, in, in <laughs> season Merlin twelve. Merlin surfing through the <laughs> I mean, he is Merlin.
0: I mean, Shade's <laughs> archetype is Merlin for sure.
1: Yeah.
4: Or Wolffather. Wolf Father, uh, Wolf uh, Nighteyes will definitely be one. of will definitely the biggest, be one of these. The yeah.
2: biggest fish, immense, colossal. He'll just for wrap you up and call you an idiot, and then just like spit you back out.
4: Wolf Father believes in you. <laughs> I like the you idea, like, we'll uh, to, not
2: to bring up CJ Cherry again, but
0: I will not rest until people read her. Um, she has this cycle called the Morgaine cycle, and it is a fan. It's a sword and sandals kind of fantasy, but it's also, like, there's these gates, and they go from planet to planet, and that kind of like it's like that kind of level of fantasy that i was kind of thinking might be happening i think the rhapsody books do the same thing they're like definitely on a planet that that one plays more with time than like location
4: where do Um, sandals come into it
0: well because they're like barbarians like conan the barbarian oh okay got it yeah they're wearing sandals and loincloths and stuff everyone's hot
4: (laughs) everyone's naked
0: uh, I also really enjoyed uh, the fact that Motley has found her people. They are dragons.
4: They're a catastrophe. No, they're a calamity, which a cal- is a catastrophe. A catastrophe.
0: Catastrophe. But I like that. Leave it to a leave it to a little Raven to be like, I'm a fucking dragon. <laughs> I hang out with dragons. These are my buddies. I'm the teeny tiniest dragon that ever dragon. <laughs> I like that. Well, at
2: least Hebe he does. Seems to accept her. Well, yeah. yeah how do you, where do you Tintag- think she got her skin? What if there beat? is a
4: dragon in? The, what if there is a dragon in Motley? What if like? What if somehow through that some means weird that Motley wits... went
0: to others' beach and like ate a bunch of dragon eggs or something? Like she did something. I don't, who
4: fucking knows? I'm just saying. Like they don't. Do they you think st-
2: Tintaglia Tintaglia even knows that Motley is there? No, and she just like there's a fly over there. <laughs> she has no clue. That's but, a, like, that's Motley's less of a like,
4: dragon problem else? and more of a Tintaglia problem.
1: I still she's think like, she's like an elderling elderling raven crow
0: i think that she's probably like like rapping and like being like her like she's her like uh who's the rapper that's always on people's tracks and all he does is like repeat what they say who is that
4: the hype man the hype man. talking about the dude that was on surreal life yeah wait wait surreal was it
3: Lil john and yeah 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 (laughs) let's go Let's go. That's yeah,
0: yeah. And and Motley, like Motley's just there. Tintaglia, yeah, Lil John. And Tintaglia has no idea that that's happening. But Motley's like, yeah,
5: let's go. I
0: thought
4: you were gonna say I. I thought you were going but I guess it's the it's the no. Same. It's
0: definitely a Lil John. I was thinking of. Um. yeah Yeah. <laughs> Um. Also, poor Kennetson is dead. Does anyone else have very terrible feelings about what the pirate isles are going to do now that Kennison has died on this mission that his mom didn't want him to go on?
1: Alright, mad shit people. I guess that's all we <laughs> all. I mean, there's a pretty rad story about him dying, though.
0: I don't think she's gonna care. Yeah. <laughs> maybe well wait, i don't know did he i feel take like a legend charm with him did the charm get burned up because he definitely was wearing it around his neck
2: oh shit that? did so is somebody okay. in that
1: charm i don't okay so yeah, can it? there is a line uh, in better kid. there's a line in this section <laughs> yeah, about the 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 ship tossing back like a little shard of silver. Is that the silver of the bottle, or is that the silver of his little charm?
0: Oh, who knows? But I think I mean like that. The charm would have gotten what it wanted, which is to become part of a dragon, right? Yeah. Like, so that's I nice. want to
2: see the charm turn into a tiny, tiny, just little like, like a little
4: lizard. Yeah, no, a little baby dragon you can wear. <laughs> but dude. Oh, do- so
2: just, just like a
0: little dragonfly. That like hangs he out best with friends, yeah.
4: best best friends with Motley. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't eat now, it, There's knowledge. some fan art. But okay so here's the thing the six duchies have gained an ally obviously in in um the elderlings right because they're sending healers there for their children has made quite a huge enemy in terms of trade repercussions with the pirates
2: with the pirate isles so Not only the pirates, but just the live ship people in, it in general. Maybe and also maybe, yeah,
0: maybe Bingtown <laughs> will not be happy with the six suchies. So, you know, like, I know that we, this is kind of like a throwaway because, you know, when Fitz left that area, he was like, yeah, some people, they're, you know, and then Rosemary's in fucking charge of that. So that's great. But I, I just feel like there's definitely set up for something. I don't, you know, know if we're going to get it in this. Clearly, we don't have a lot of room left on this toilet roll, but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you're a king and you want to have a war i guess there's enough justification but like also if you're not the king if you're like the one that's like being charged you can just be like uh dragons dragons do you of think that lot the pirate isles
0: is going to be team dragon hell no they're not Dra- dr- the dragons not only killed her son but they ate him
1: yeah but they're she's not gonna... gonna
0: be all out on their asses
4: yeah, I don't but you're wait. to so, declare war? She's warm, gonna be dragons. no, no. This
0: is gonna be Game of Thrones. She's gonna be building gigantic why she, arrows to put <laughs> why on do we ships the dragons to chase them ten... around and shoot them down and butcher them. I guarantee you.
4: I mean, sure, on season twelve. <laughs> Or I guess in this case, I'm just saying. You 18. know, like
0: <laughs> this story. I I very much am the kind of reader who consumes media and very much wants it to go on beyond the end of the story. So I like to postulate what what the next arc would be about. So
2: when we get our B trilogy, and she's just like, man, my father fucked up the world real good.
4: Yeah, uh, Rachel, you say <laughs> that, but you have you didn't watch Walking Dead. They just kept going, <laughs> and it wasn't good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> are they still walking
4: What's no still i think what? they finally stopped they finally stopped walking no
2: but there's like eight sequels are
4: there real oh, i know that oh, there's
2: God. one in california i didn't know <clears> the fear the fear no there's definitely other ones that are coming and i i don't know i just see the articles and i'm just like why why is this happening? in
0: my mind oh. all the it... zombie stuff is all the same universe it all takes it's just that each city has their own variant of what a zombie is so like last of us is like happening in the northeast walking dead is happening in atlanta um you know uh the city of z or whatever is in north you know like they're all different places but then joey played this video game that also takes place in the northeast and that really fucked me up because they're They're not like
4: (laughs) yeah yeah. last of us days days gone. gone it's about bikers and biker skanks
0: there it's a biker gang that does not fight zombies at all they don't even give a shit about the zombies they're just trying to live in harmony with the zombies. It's really weird. Wait, what? <laughs> They're not trying to live in a...
4: No, you got confused. No, that's not what it's about. It's it's stupid, but that's Joey, not you what it's said about. you
0: showed me that man. He was like a ulti zombie. He, he...
4: was a, he was one of the bikers who went fucking nuts and be started a cult of people that like being burned.
0: Spoilers for la for days. That's gone. not
4: a spoiler. That's not interesting. I mean, I guess it is, but no one needs to. I'm play just that saying.
0: Game. You were like, "Look, this guy's a zombie, but he's fine. <laughs> he's just ho- he's just horribly ugly." And I said, not "Well, a- nobody would choose that because he's too ugly."
4: Oh, that's somebody else. That's not. I this isn't important. Weird. You you figured it like all BDL, Joey? All right,
0: whatever.
4: There are no zombies. There, well, there were zombies. It's a different. The trilogy. cool
0: thing that they did is the zombies in that game acted like like animals like they would they would move in groups they would go to like a river they would all start bathing in the river together
4: it was no the the best thing the best mechanic about that game is that you have to fight entire hordes of zombies which is terrifying until you realize that you have very good tools to deal with the hordes
0: that's why AR15s that's the only reason a person would need one yes is if we have AR15s
4: because zombies might exist one day
0: yeah that's it that's the only reason. <laughs>
4: That's but the justification really, for Really, you should AR just turn
0: them back into your local government and wait for the zombie apocalypse. Okay. Yes. guess. Um, anything else we need to say about this uh Boyo's alive, he's burned, B is healing him. That's great. So, hopefully she can make good friends with Boyo. I'm a little like mm, Boyo's obviously gay for Kenison, but maybe Boyo is like an Arya and uh What's this Gendry situation? Who knows? How old is he? If I was Pear, I'd be threatened.
1: You'd be threatened. Yeah. By the dying guy.
0: She's got this connection with this, like, you know, Bingtown prince, this Bingtown rich kid.
1: He's dying, and like four times her age.
0: (laughs) He's like (laughs) nineteen.
1: She's like ten, right?
0: She's like twelve. She's
1: like he's like Natalie Portman again. She's like Anakin. I
0: said, Gendry and Arya. Okay, I'm not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're not crazy. Okay, yeah, I see. <laughs> I see.
4: <laughs> but his name is Boyo, so no dice.
2: Again, that could be Trevelvestre.
4: <laughs> also, he ain't gonna have shit after these dra- after these ships. It's gonna dragons. be
0: really
2: smooth all over.
4: And he'll be very yes. He'll have well, he's got his, his parents'
2: treasure to live off of, but he'll have to find a new business.
4: That is a little bit like landlords being like, "Oh no, our entire business! Oh, Airbnb's uh, not working like anymore.
0: I, oh no, I have
4: an entire fortune to live off of, but I'm bored." <laughs> That if you're later.
0: bored, landlords, and you have money, give it to me. I will make a show called Realm of the Elderlings. I will cast <laughs> Kevin Costner as the voice of Night Eyes. And wow. he will bring in many other amazing actors because they respect and love him so much. Well,
4: well Rachel Parker, I'm a rich landlord and I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll definitely fund that. I, I've, I've read all of the Realm of the Ed- I've never fucked No landowner has read Realm of the Elderlings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Robin Hobbs said, "ACAB," um,
3: right, <laughs> and ACAB here. includes Cop. Uh, that <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's the most delightful thing that I've seen. In, yeah, shout out in, to
3: the
0: people on the Discord. Uh, that is not even our Discord, so I can't even name it because I don't want to. Like... Wait, whose
4: Discord is it?
0: There's a Discord that we are, that some of us olderlings. that some of us got invited on, and there's a person on there whose display name is ACAB, means Prilcop. oh my god or a cab includes pearl cop or whatever i I don't know it was the best thing i ever saw (laughs) (laughs) so shout out to them all right let's move on to our last chapter
3: chapter 40 warm water which sounds bad for your ear
2: Uh, (laughs) yeah now it sounds
4: bad work ear water
2: um, so the intro brings us some Chalcedian wisdom about death that manages to be both helpful in this particular situation and also feel kind of toxic because it's Chalcid. Uh <laughs> Dying is boring, Night Eyes announces in one of my favorite lines in 16 books, particularly because the first time I read this I was just so happy he wasn't dead yet. And also it's just so Night Eyes. Fitz feels like Night Eyes isn't taking it personal enough, but Night Eyes is all you jump I jump, Rose, because when Fitz does so does he and he better so he better get up off his ass and try like hell to actually make it to the end of this story because he's fits, they have to argue about it because he has to be the most stubborn person ever Neidas wants him to either embrace death fully or get up and go despite the heavy giant heavy beam just, ch- beam just chilling on the top of his legs yeah just I it just up, like, man <laughs> I just like this whole exchange Make up your mind, is death a friend? Then go joyfully to hunt with it as I did. If it's an enemy, then fight it. But don't sag here like a wounded cow waiting for predators to finish it off. You are not prey, nor I. If we must die, let us die as wolves. What would you have me do? Chew off my legs? A brief silence. Then, could you do that? <laughs> I, don't <bend> that <laughs> I don't bend that way. My teeth are wrong, and I'd likely bleed to death before I escape. Then why did you suggest it? I was being sarcastic. Oh. B was not sarcastic. <laughs> I enjoyed about, enjoyed that about her. Just the whole... The whole B is neurodivergent, confirmed. <laughs> um, so anyway, Nidus is the best. And I know he was helping B, but Fitzman have been like 50% less of an idiot if Nidus had been with him this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> True. So Fitz says try and live after Night Eyes berates him for his self pity one last time and starts reaching around for his pack and drumroll, please. It's finally time for Chekhov's firebrick to have its time to shine. He's only been carrying it for a book and a half. So fire brick plus fire pot plus silver equals an explosion and a mess that even Shade would be proud of. And so I imagine Fitz now looks somewhat akin to a T-1000 with, like, half human, <laughs> half silver. <laughs> his silver is probably less useful, but it at least lets him get to know a wooden beam well enough to encourage his legs out from underneath it. Um, there's a lovely picture of a mm. T-1000 here. Um, so now freed, Fitz makes a rather painful sounding trek to the exit of the tunnel, just in time to see the vivacious sailing off with B and the Fool with Hebe and Tintaglia flying above them. He tries to scale out to them, but fails and starts catastrophizing. Fortunately, Night Eyes is around to tell him to live and call him stupid, so bless him. Fitz is very lucky to have his animal friends indeed, because while he's drinking shitty muddy water off the ground, Motley drops by with a snack, a new nickname, Silverman, and a news report about Paragon being dragons now. Unfortunately, she can't tell him who of his party actually made it, and then she's off again. Fitz's next run-in is less welcome if you're part of the Procop Sucks Club, which most of us are. Uh, At least he has... (laughs) Ashley's not here, so... Although I think she's coming around. Um, At least he has a slightly more detailed report letting him know that B, Beloved, Spark, and Purr are still alive. There's food, too, and while Fitz eats, giving the picnic of sorts a two-star review on Yelp, but only for the wine... Prokop fills him in on what happened, finishing off his tale with the news that fucking Capra is still alive. Joy. Prokop wants him to promise that he'll let her live, and Fitz is a awkward silence. (laughs) So they part, agreeing that they can never be friends, and I agree. And Fitz finally gets to kill someone important on this revenge quest. Of course, she was already kind of half-dead when he got there, but we'll just let that slide. At least he doesn't really monologue, only saying, for my beloved and for my bee, you die, before he strangles her. and an extra petty move, he takes her half eaten <laughs> chicken with him, and the chicken gets a five-star review. <laughs>
1: okay. Oh my gosh.
0: Look, that's the Good most Arya thing Fitz has ever done, so <laughs> cheers to him. <laughs> you know, if Pearl Cop hadn't opened his stupid mouth, Fitz wouldn't have known. No. True. So, who's the prophet now, Pril Cop? Fuck <laughs> right off. Um, okay, so, questions. When Beloved went back to quote-unquote look for Fitz, <laughs> where did he look? Because he Maybe was he like wasn't where he left get... him the whole time.
1: So, I <laughs> assumed that the tide <laughs> had changed. And he couldn't get back there.
3: Yeah, because he said the the ship won't wait for us, and the tide was too high.
0: But at least a whole day went by, which is two tides. <laughs> so oh, yeah.
2: I, yeah, but they had to get on the ship. I, I just have like, questions. I mean, I'm not blaming off.
0: you, fool. You know I'm Team you but I have <laughs> questions. There must have been a hell of a down and an upstairs. That's all I'm saying. You guys ever watched that documentary about how they saved those kids that got stuck in the in the cave? the cave in Thailand? No, but I know what you're talking. Oh, about. it's I mean you should definitely watch it, but also like, well, maybe it was like that.
1: You want to watch that? Sure. It
2: has a it has a I happy a story, ending, but
3: yeah, <laughs> it has
0: a happy ending. But it is like the most stressful thing I I like I cried watching it because I was so
3: stressed out yeah oh man because usually when you hear a story about someone stuck in a cave they never come out so. yeah no
0: this was like a whole team of soccer players they were all kids and they were stuck yeah. in there for like over a week I and remember they had to bring in they had to bring in dive specialty cave divers from all over the world who like didn't even speak the language to like come and get them, and they weren't like you know they they were cave divers, not rescue divers, so they had to like teach themselves how to do it, and they're argue. Oh, so it's so good. You should. I think it's like a Disney. I think it's on the Disney Channel. The Disney really? Plus app. Yeah, I watched it, and I mean, you will cry from stress, but it's gotta happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> I I recommend it. I forget what it's called. Let me look it up. It's
3: called You Will Cry from Stress. <laughs>
1: there will be stress
0: <laughs> it's called The Rescue and it is on Disney Plus
2: sounds like a Robin Hobb chapter it does title. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and if that is the case I don't blame you at all fool <laughs> um, okay so we know that Fitz is alive or huzzah and uh, night eyes is the best huzzah um
2: gives good pep talks
0: yes when you cried on the plane jenny was was
2: it after this part or before this part i genuinely can't remember i mean i know i was reading the fitz dies chapter on the subway with my mother with your mom okay and she kept trying to talk to me, and, and Fitz like, was nah, dying, Fence is was drowning. Like, Please stop! <laughs> upside down in a cave. <laughs> I was like, I was like, can we just, can you just save this conversation for later? I have to read this. Chapter. I think also but-
0: like when I first read this, um, it didn't really hit me, and obviously I was like traumatized by the pre- previous chapters. And I will admit that when that fits, like when the Fitz was like falling into nothing, and then there were these chapters afterwards, I fully skipped those chapters and went directly to this chapter. I just kept going through till I found a chapter that assured me that Fitz wasn't dead, had not died. Um, (laughs) I'm that kind of reader. I don't care. I have no rules, but and then I had to go back and read all the stuff that I had missed and I didn't care, (laughs) but (laughs) I definitely in my desperation missed the detail about the explosion and the skill. So, it be in the silver. In the silver, so the it was. Silver, yeah. It was very like confusing to me at first because I read it all so fast. I didn't realize that like he had done something to himself that was even worse than what Verity <laughs> had done, like a hundred times worse than Skill. what Verity had done. It's like but it's this like silver, silver is fine and like a glove and not like mud. Yes, but it's all over his entire body. I know. I think there's like his... a part of his
2: face. That's it. <laughs>
1: It's in his eyes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which is why he can see now, kinda, of, sorta.
1: Of. Yeah, probably.
2: Um this is terrifying. As yeah, everything
4: he doesn't seem like he can live this way, that's for sure. I mean Verity was had his entire arms submerged in skill and that was too much, so
2: well, you can't touch anybody ever again, that's for, for sure. Absolutely. And
0: also like he's burning. I mean, he's essentially burning all the time and like rebuilding himself, right? Like we know that the skill is basically like radiation. So This is not a good. I mean, it's like you're very happy but then you're also immediately like, "Oh shit." This the clock is ticking. This isn't how I this isn't how I wanted my Happily ever after for Fitz to go down.
4: Uh, He already had his happily ever after. This is like his... What?
0: With who? Molly?
4: Yeah, I guess.
2: Mm.
4: And his cottage. His cottage Mm. situation with the fool twelve books ago.
2: (laughs) Totally. We shouldn't have left the. again. That was an interlude. (laughs) That was an interlude. Okay. Well, we sort of got his kind of happy ending when he... Got recognized at Buckkeep, but because we all know knew he wasn't coming back, but
0: right like that, yeah, that that's our, when you start to kind of like go, Oh, the structure of this book is interesting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Although it would be kind of funny if he just strolled into Buckkeep all silver, Hell yeah, and, and then they set him on fire.
4: Sup, <laughs> Nettle.
0: i'm your i'm your
2: dad i'm also i'm your dad dad. i'm from the future
1: (laughs) i'm from the future
2: let me hold my grandchild no please don't fine i'll eat her (gasps) now i mean if he like wore gloves and like long sleeves so he's a leper (laughs) i'm just saying could he? I mean, he wouldn't be able to put those things on because then those things would be silver, too. I mean, do we... He'd need, like, a hazmat suit that he steps into. Oh. Do we have, like... Do we feel anger towards
0: our author for for making such... Like, I get that it's like, oh, a magic system with a negative consequence. Like, <laughs> that's like a rule, right? Your magic can't be infinite. You have to have some limiting factor. But this, there's a lot of limits. This, this is just... one hell of a limit. <laughs> And also, it doesn't seem like it's needed anymore. Like, we have defeated the enemy. We don't need a supercharged T-1000 fits. So, like, what's this for? (laughs) What is it for? You tell
4: me. What's he gonna do? He just had to get back. This was the important part. He just needed to say bye.
1: Is he
2: gonna fly? Is he gonna start flying?
1: (laughs) He's Neo fits now. I want him to be like
2: Alex Mack and be able to just, like... (laughs) Go into a puddle and then just like travel. That would along. be fucking stupid, but also so. Stupid. Oh my
4: god, Alex Mack. <laughs> fucking. That's something I never needed to remember. That's again. our manual <laughs> for the pod. <laughs> she could turn into Mercury.
2: Um, Fitz turns into Liquid Skill and just. goes. He just the plops. Great. Yeah, he just goes into the sea. <laughs>
4: Wait, was yeah. she one of the people that became part of that cult? Nexium or whatever? No, I don't think so. Okay.
2: That was... That was the girl from... That was um, Allison Mack. Yeah. The oh, okay. actress. Okay, this good. This is Alex Mack, the character. The character,
4: good. Okay, good. <laughs> and that's how my brain works.
0: Uh, I, you know, I'm sad that Ashley's not here to, um, have our hopefully final encounter with Pearl Cop, the cop. <laughs> Uh, fuck him! You don't get anything you want, Pearl Cop. Go away.
4: Or sing the I Tintaglia just... song, because this was sing. like a Tintaglia song. No, that was song. a
0: treat. You sing well, it. Well,
4: I'm just. But it that is that what happened normally? I know that's was yeah. that standard. Okay, yeah. that was new to me. I don't know. <laughs> Tintaglia.
2: Um But I just think that Pearl Cop really thought he could negotiate with Fitz over
0: Why does Pearl Cop her? want to maintain this culture so hard? Oh, I man. mean like he has done he a lot and, and suffered a lot in order to erase this culture for the best, you know, and I believe in her wisdom. So what are you trying he, to it's do? It's a matter he's of in perspective. retirement.
1: He's done all of the things. He's got nothing else legacy, to look yeah. he's, he's got nothing to look security. forward to.
2: Well, you know, there's no social security for us, okay, Pearl Cop? this is you know i can almost understand him gathering up like the whites and trying to like fix it and go back to what it was when he remembered it but like why does he need capra But also, it'll just become what it became already you can't do that well i mean i I don't disagree with you but i can almost understand the rationalization of gathering up who he could find but like why Capra? Like, he knows that she's a problem. She tortured him. Like, why does he...
4: keep? <laughs> he should have ostracized he her, at Stockholm least. He has Stockholm
2: Syndrome. Oh, well, because he got the cushy cell? They still didn't treat he him just, very well. It's insane. Just I know.
1: <laughs> they still tortured him.
2: Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah, the torture wasn't so bad. Crazy. Yeah,
4: he's deluded. He's just deluded.
0: I don't know really what he thought like what it i mean his his cycle is complete he com he did the things he was supposed to do and i don't understand why he's trying to undo what came next like i think
4: it's just i think he's just supposed to be sort of that idea that tradition begets tra- It's it's hard it's hard to erase something right like any trace of something you could even imagine without Pearl Cop without Capra that there would be people there that would try to form it in the image that they recall because that is just human nature.
2: Well, I mean in that sense I feel like I mean we hate Pearl Cop but like I feel like somebody who remembers it the way when it was better would be better to lead them than Capra who's just going to do whatever the fuck she wants or someone who's been living under Capra trying to recreate what it was
4: yeah capra sucks he, he definitely made a misstep I mean, there Capra I think...
0: only reaped what she sowed right like that like literally right. she built the system that that she flicks yes, comes she...
2: the destroyer you have made yeah
0: like she made it so like what are you trying to do pro cop it's like you don't it's it's weird to me that he is both a prophet and like did deni- he denies the prophet the prophecies he <laughs>
4: I guess this is why we needed Terminator Fitz, though, because he needed to be strong enough <laughs> and alive to kill Capra. Well,
0: I mean, I think, I think a little... maybe it's overkill. but... Yeah, that seems. Did he didn't get his vengeance, is my. You point. know how, like, like when he... you're bo- when the boss in Final Fantasy has like the tiniest little sliver left, but you've been able, you've got your limit break, or you've got a summons, and you do it anyway.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, overkill.
0: Complete, <laughs> complete overkill. <laughs> But at least he got to, like... He got one. I'm like, good for you, yeah. Fitz. You got one.
2: <laughs> he can go back to Fool and be like, I got I one. I got it's cleaning cool. that
4: shit up.
0: And, like, honestly, that's really Y'all on left. the Fool. That's really on the Fool and the Dragons, because they did leave that. They did leave those people. They could have They could have cr- recreated the bullshit, and Fitz made sure that that couldn't happen again. And, like, Pro Cop could probably recreate the bullshit, and I'm actually
2: kind of fearful that that will happen. But... But I do... Like, where what happened were the why are there no other whites wandering around besides him oh. so just because he went to no, live he collected on, them like, all into like a little camp no no no. i mean like oh, he's like old the ones. oldest one like why are there no other older prophets probably because pearl Cop went
0: around and told them all to like kill themselves <laughs> No, like is it just because he Capra. like
2: planted himself on a glacier and like didn't move? I mean I think that's it's why I he think it's that because long. he
0: was far he was too far away from Clara's and like the rest of them were either captured or That's true, eliminated. I guess
2: the four or whatever could have taken them out. But
4: yeah. plus he he had to fulfill his final like peace. That's what he was like Yeah, and we for... see
0: what they did to Beloved. They were like, Come, come here, we'll give you a nice apartment
2: and like That's true. If they became difficult, they killed them. Yeah. It's just interesting that like there's no one else besides Procop and the fool.
0: I mean, maybe there is. There's like a whole other half of this planet we haven't really. <laughs> True. I guess they could be. Out I mean, there. if there is any landmass, again, back to Waterworld, land is real. <laughs> land exists, and there's a map. Um. Anything else that we want to cover from this chapter? Fitz is alive, Fitz is T-1000,
2: and... Yeah. I'm glad the firebrick finally got to play a part. Yeah, it blew shit up, just like we had that fear <laughs> that it would. <laughs> <laughs> just had to wait until the
0: last possible... Second. Remember when Spark was like, I'm not stupid. I know I can put this here. <laughs> really? Alright, I'm going to move us into every episode prompts. We are packed. Character introductions and exits. We did say goodbye, I think. I think. To Pearl Cop, hopefully. Uh, We We said goodbye to Fitz and hello to Fitz. Goodbye Fitz, hello Fitz. Uh, We said goodbye to uh, and Half of Boyo's face for a while. Half of Boyo's (laughs) face. We don't know where Althea is. Um, we don't know where Lant is. We don't know where Lant
4: yeah, is. Lant. Yeah,
2: Lant. I'm concerned.
0: We also said goodbye to Paragon. Officially.
2: Paragon is dragons.
0: He lives on in two dragons that don't really appreciate it the time that they spent as Paragon. It would have <laughs> been...
4: Yeah, no, it was a little... I was sort of like, okay, here it comes like when, they're, when he's eating the dude, Kennetson. I was like here's where we're gonna get like the exit scene with the dragons that are now that were paragon and a glimmer that they remember but they're just like one
2: sort of does and the other is just like fuck it fuck boats
4: (laughs) yeah it was it it was kind of it was very uns i i was unsatisfied with that i was i'd appreciate it a little bit more of like a something i don't know that just felt like, oh, okay, they're definitely I mean, not I mean, I think
0: that Robin Hobb's working really hard to make us, the readers, feel like the boats definitely need to become dragons and that the live ships are abominations of some sort. But I'm still, I'm sorry, I am really remain unconvinced. I feel like the boats <laughs> are better than the dragons.
4: Do the boats yes. all become dragons ultimately? Is that suggested? Because I feel like some would be like, nah, I'm gonna be a boat. I like it. It's fine. Fuck
1: you guys. I feel rebellion. like
0: if there's a holdout, it'll be Tarman. Yeah. <laughs> Tarman
2: and Ophelia.
1: Is he a holdout like or like can literally. he not speak?
2: Or like did he not get the message? <laughs> like, I don't
1: want to ascend. Ascending is scary. What the fuck? I won't be myself. It's like
4: getting in the transporter. I don't know what's, what He's a-
1: just like he's just like giving you the side eye for like a <laughs> hundred years. <laughs>
0: Could have been dragons. They dump a whole bunch of skill on him, and he just turns into a speedboat instead of a. <laughs> he turns into a. He
4: turns into a everybody tackle. who
1: touches his railing just starts vomiting over the edge. <laughs> God, I hate being on this ship. What's wrong?
0: Do we think Ophelia? I feel like Ophelia would get FOMO and join the rest of them. I don't think. I don't think. I Ophelia's feel like okay.
1: I feel like if there is a holdout, it's Ophelia because she oh. does like being a person.
2: Well, she likes me but she also just, she didn't remember being a dragon like the rest of them remembered being a dragon Was well, that because she was, she was made out of a dragon that had died like is Oph- I
0: forget because I think Ophelia was made out of a log where like the dragon inside had actually died like they didn't kill the maybe. dragon to, to like harvest
2: her wood maybe I forget but but I know she was the, the one that didn't well she at least she says she didn't remember true (laughs) rings gold wishes it could be dragons
3: rings gold (laughs)
0: um animal assists
2: night eyes mvp are you sure it wasn't the dragons no but they burned down Clara's (laughs) yes but night eyes saved Fitz from himself (laughs) (laughs) Truth. It's a hard task, hard, way harder way than way harder than burning down Clara's. Exactly. That's just playtime. He had to do a lot of arguing. And Hebe,
0: who went and found the dragons and led them to Clara's, I guess I don't know what Hebe was doing or
2: what what Motley was doing. Motley. yeah, sorry. Motley brought Fitz a snack. She did that. Actually, that's pretty good probably saved his life a little bit. I mean, she also was kind of responsible for Pearl Cop coming, so that was a little bit of a bad thing, but um at least he got his assassination. Well, I don't know.
0: Is it a good bad thing? I mean, yeah, God. he had to like he had to endure Pearl Cop's presence, but he also got tipped <laughs> off that He's
4: like I should have died. <laughs> 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 Fucking Pearl Cop, I had to I that's who I get to see next.
0: <laughs> but at least he knew that he needed to go and complete you know, one last kill. Yeah. Uh Fashions from Jamalia. I don't silver. <laughs> I don't feel like anyone's at their
3: best looking at their best. Right? There were no
4: clothes. <laughs>
0: we're Motley not, people are naked. M- <laughs> Motley. Motley's that's
3: got new feathers. It's true.
4: She's Motley's a, like a red winged blackbird now.
2: Everyone else is blue lagooning it pretty hard. I do like when she shows up and he's she's like silver man and he's like silver beak and she's like no <laughs> like um don't comment on my appearance but you just commented on my you appearance you're
4: not allowed to call me that
0: uh roll the maps where are we and how did we get here well we're in the ruins of Clara's and Fitz is there and everyone else is on a boat leaving Clara's and some people got eaten by dragons. Yeah, and we did Where mention that there there know. could be some political ramifications uh, from the from these uh, now broken relationships. So wait and see. Uh, Fitz misery has a moment. The return of does Fitz suck? Is this the lowest he's ever been?
4: He had to be talked out of dying yet again, so... He's, I don't, pretty, he's I mean, pretty damn low. Has he been lower? Hmm, Maybe.
1: I mean, he has been dead before, but so. he Yeah, he's definitely head been, head. been dead already. So I guess that... that what was that put him at a 1 or a less
4: dead. He's, he's less dead. We'll
2: side, which was he's, worse. Like, him being tortured to death. But, like, I feel like he wanted to live, whereas this, he was, like... No, I'm good. And night eyes. Well in the last time he it. got to
0: at least run around as a
2: wolf for a little bit. Yeah. Here he just got silvered. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
4: unless they can cram him into Motley, he's got nowhere to go. Oh Motley would say no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cause Motley would be getting night eyes and fish. Stupid like, Fitz, no. get out
0: Motley's like, there's already fourteen people in here. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, Motley's <laughs> yeah. like a thousand. Now Motley's like, there's the an entire, entire elderly elderly civilization town shoved in yeah. my brain. I'm good um all right well yeah fitz fitz your score is very low right now i don't it's this is a golf scar score you're like triple triple bogey like not doing well but i am happy to see that you ate a sandwich and that you are picked direction and some clover yes
2: and some wine
0: just uh just you know what Folks, don't eat random things in, out in the world. I know that, like, that's cool now, but don't do that.
4: Wait, heavy metals co- in the
0: soil. Don't do it.
4: What's cool to eat random things? What random things? Like are a thing eating? now.
0: People like forage, forage at For the grocery what? store. You do not need to be eating heavy metals out of some like woods that grew over uh, recent like. You know, like an old people aren't eating 70. carrots
4: made in Chernobyl. Rachel, they let are. them go They're get out mushrooms out in their
0: fucking backyards, raising chickens and growing shit in their backyards. And let me tell you, your backyard is not a farm. It's gross. It's got like bad shit in it.
4: Rachel rails against urban farming. The real, the real threat.
0: <laughs> what dirt do you think farmers are using? <laughs> the, the dirt that the farmers are using has not been uh, dug up a hundred times with like with There's
4: dog shit in that city dirt It's mostly dog shit
0: My entire hometown is currently (laughs) Sinking into a sinkhole Because it's been dug up and redone several times So Raised beds, folks If you're gonna do it, do a raised bed You don't need a potato that's like Made
4: from human shit
0: Exactly Uh, I'm sure Fitz would eat it Fitz would definitely eat it uh buzzwords how's b doing the prophecy scorecard i feel like b is both victorious and goalless directionless
4: she's kind of sucking i'm not i'm not digging this like tween moody ver- i mean i understand her dad's dead but like she's not great this ptsd <laughs> version. Some of her- healing? No, I mean she. She no. She's like her actions are fine. It's her mood. She doesn't like let
2: her have her depression. She
4: she hates beloved, who hasn't really been. I think she's
2: there, and her father's not. And he's the reason that her father's not beloved. More
1: like unbeloved. It's still heartbreaking. It sucks. Yeah, she's definitely taken on Fitz
4: qualities in this these latest chapters.
0: But that's okay. Don't we like Fitz? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we are supposed to like Fitz. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> I don't like Fitz.
3: <laughs> I know you like Fitz.
0: Fitz is I like Fitz too. Fitz is the hanged man. Fitz is us. Fitz is you know, Existential Modern Existential Man. So
4: Modern Existential Dread.
0: Um <laughs> uh, all right, well that's it for us. Uh reminder for next reading section. We're gonna be reading Assassin's Fate chapters forty-one through forty-four. I think we only have two episodes left. <gasps>
5: Oh, wild! Yeah.
0: let me check the schedule
4: oh. wait we have what 10 chapters left are we doing two two fives
0: so this one is four, one, four, two, four. Yeah, this, so the next one will be four chapters and then the one after that is going to be six so we're each well, going to get one is. for the last and I think what we wanted to do for that for episode 112 was we were each going to take a chapter and write it and then swap and have someone <gasps> else read our chapter oh my yes. gosh that's chaos. crazy
4: chaos yeah. Yeah. Chaos. I've already done that. I already wrote, read Ashley's chapter once.
0: <laughs> you won't have to read Ashley's chapter this time. You could pick someone else's. Okay. So that'll Here's be Yankee, two. So Yankee two more episodes swap. until we are done with the book, and then you know I reserve the right to have like a finale episode or something where we all just you know. I think
2: we need one where we actually talk about all the stuff. Yeah, all can... the stuff. Because not doing in spoiler well, section. Because you know it's too long. we,
5: we, yeah. we, we can't spoil. Agreed.
2: It's eleven o'clock. Two chapters. We're not gonna do
0: it. <laughs> Um, all right, this has been Buckkeep Radio. You can email us at buckkeepradio at gmail.com and let us know if we can read your email on air. I am Rachel, and you can find me on the internet at Darth Rachel.
3: I'm Alyssa, and I'm online at AlyssaMeanard.com.
2: I'm Jenny, and you can find me at FacelessFree on Instagram.
1: I'm Eli, and you can find me at Chewy Bread Cosplay. And I was Joey,
4: and you can find me at The Uncanny Robot.
3: Y'all.
1: No, spoilers. no spoilers. No spoilers left. No
3: spoilers. No, well I'm gonna tell you what happens, so I'm just kidding.
4: My brain is pre-spoiled now. <laughs> it's been primed for spoiling.
3: Yeah, you already know.
4: I know that there is potentially things that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, it's going to be um, nine chapters of nothing. Oh. Nothing will happen. Yeah. Don't worry. What could possibly happen in nine chapters?
4: Nothing. Terminator, apparently.
0: Nothing comes from <laughs> nothing.
4: There's Claris too that has to be completely destroyed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's really that was, It's
4: like a video game. It just doesn't end.
0: It's gonna be like, just hey, you finished the main quest. Do you want to continue playing? Yes, and you click yes, and then you take your level. And then you realize man. I did all the Silver I did all man. the side quests
4: already, and you
0: <laughs> just
1: wander around. It's new game plus. New game plus. New game plus. <laughs> no, you're
0: gonna do all the online game.
1: You don't want to play the online
4: game. <laughs> it's disappointing. Only co ops. That's it.
0: Alright, good night everybody. Bye. Good
1: night. Bye. Bye.